And a very good Monday morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. Joe Beningo back with you again, the Older Pain Podcast. Monday, it is Halloween Eve. They used to call it Goosey Night, October 30th, 2023. The Joe Beningo Older Pain Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. I need a discount tire. And, of course, our friends at DraftKings. All right. You know what? I'm going to start with this. As the Jets somehow, someway found a way to beat the Giants yesterday, 13-10 in overtime, at a very rainy, messy MetLife Meadowlands Stadium, Giant Stadium, of course, which is still really what it is. I'm going to start with this. You know what? I heard Jet fans yesterday after the game saying, boy, this was a win that felt like a loss. Nonsense. There's no win in the National Football League that feels like a loss, okay? There's no such thing. There's no style points. Every game is a different game. You won the game, and that's really all that matters. Was it pretty? Of course not. But you knew this game was not going to be, you know, any kind of beautiful football game here, you know, with uh, teams going up and down the field and scoring a ton of points. You knew that right from the get-go. You knew it. The Jet defense, the Giant defense, pretty good. You knew there wasn't going to be a ton of points in this football game. All right? That's number one. Now, the Jets, did they play sloppy as you could? Two fumbles in this game. One, of course, early on that set up the uh, the early field goal by the Giants. And, of course, the penalties on the Jet defense specifically in this game, which basically eventually gave the Giants their only touchdown on that run on third down by Tommy DeVito from the four-yard line. Okay? Terrible, a ter- and really a terrible roughing the passer or personal foul call on Jermaine Johnson. You know, it's amazing. Tommy DeVito, who's played two seconds in the NFL, he gets a roughing call go his way. Zach Wilson never does, and he's in his third year already. But with that said, I thought there was some bad penalty calls against the Jets. What did we get, five personal fouls in this game, right? Five personal fouls, something like that, where they have nine penalties for 85 yards, the two fumbles, all of that. But with all of that said, when all was said and done, the Jets found a way to win. Now, did they get a lot of help from Brian Dable and the Giants? Yeah. And boy, has the bloom come off the Brian Dable rose. And of course, yesterday, I think we saw again why they need to put grass in the Meadowlands with all the injuries they had in this game yesterday. Tyrod Taylor goes down. Darren Waller went down on the Giants side. And the Jets had some big injuries there. Their nose tackle Al Woods done for the year. He tore his Achilles. Connor McGovern, who never gets hurt. Basically played every snap last year on offense. He goes down. Uh, Wes Schweitzer, who also was the backup center, he goes down with an injury. The Jets are down to their third-string center. Some kid named Xavier Howard, who actually played pretty damn good. The first snap he had, it turned out to be a fumble. After that, I thought the kid played some hell of a game, including getting down there. To, to, to be in position to have Zach spike the ball with one second left to get off the game-tying field goal by Greg Zerline. So you could say whatever you want as a Jet fan. You could be upset. You could say, ah, they deserve to lose. You know what? That's garbage. How many times have we seen the Jets lose games like this? We'll take it. The Giants had minus nine yards passing yesterday, which is probably one of the reasons. They weren't even trying to throw the ball. Even with Tyrod Taylor in the game, they really weren't throwing the football. And that's probably one of the reasons why the Jets didn't get any turnovers. This is the first game in over two years that the Jets have 
one without forcing a turnover on defense. But they found a way. Like I said, they got a lot of help from the Giants. Look, we thought the game was over. Zach gets sacked on that fourth and 10. He's got to throw the ball there. We all know that. There's no excuse. You got to take a shot downfield. You know, you got to put the ball up there. You never know what could happen. He gets sacked. We all thought the game was over. But it wasn't. The Jets stopped the Giants. And I, I got to tell you this. I mean, what, what in the world is Brian Dable thinking? And that's why I said the, the bloom has come off this guy's rose. What is he thinking? Fourth and one, you're up 10-7. The Jets have no timeouts left. 27 seconds, whatever it is, 30 seconds left in the game. You got to go for it on fourth and one. Barkley was running well. Barkley ran for over 120 yards in this game. I mean, he was basically their offense. That was it. How do you not give the ball to Barkley to end the game? Instead, instead, Dable goes for the for the field goal. Gano misses the field goal. He missed two in this game. He missed two basic chip shots in this game. The Jets get the ball back. And two plays later, they're sitting up. They're, you know, Greg Zerline is sitting up for the game-tying field goal. And here's the other thing, too. And now, Zach Wilson stunk yesterday, right? He was terrible. There's no other way to say it. Did not play well. Right? Took some bad sacks, made some terrible throws. That one throw on third and one where he had Brees Hall on the sideline for an easy pitch and catch for a first down and probably a lot more. He hits him in his feet. Doesn't even get close to completing the pass. So Zach was terrible. But then all of a sudden, with the game on the line, and this is what makes me crazy too, with the play calling, I'm going to get to Hackett and his horrific play calling. So now the game's on the line. No timeouts left, 27 seconds. And Zach throws probably the two best passes he threw all day. He zings one down the middle to Garrett Wilson for about 25 yards. And then on the next play, remember, they got a break on that play too because Thibodeau jumped offside, stopping the clock. So not only was it a free play, but there was no, nothing, no time went off the clock on the play. The Jets wind up getting – he hits Garrett Wilson, who had an unbelievable game, uh, 20, about 25, 30 yards. And in the next play, hits Alan Lazard, who up until last point had a brutal game. He had like two or three big drops in the game. He hits Lazard over the middle to set up the field goal to tie the game. Unbelievable. Where are those plays when the game is going on? During, you know, the first 59 freaking minutes of the game. The play play calling, look, Zach was terrible. I'm not, there's no, no sugarcoating it. But the play calling by Paul Hackett is brutal. I mean, let's be honest with it. Terrible. First of all, Brees Hall, he, he ran the ball 12 times yesterday. I know it was only for 17 yards. He didn't, you know, he was stopping him all over the place. But when you got a guy like Brees Hall, you got to keep giving him the ball. This guy's got to be running the ball 20, 25 times a game. Saquon Barkley ran 36 times yesterday. 36 carries for Saquon in his game yesterday. They gave the ball 12 times to Brees Hall. Now, of course, the 50-yard screen pass out of the backfield to Brees for a touchdown. Typical Brees, making guys miss, the moves he puts on. Look, we got to get the ball more to him in space. There's no doubt about it. But you got to keep force-feeding, force-feeding Brees Hall. Dalvin Cook stinks, okay? I'm tired of seeing Dalvin Cook. Michael Carter, what happened to this guy? He's a complete non-entity anymore. Why he even gets in the game? Where the hell is Izzy Abanaconda? And I'm tired of hearing, well, he doesn't know how to block. You know, he can't read the different blocking schemes. Can this kid play now? 
Cook stinks. They should get rid of him. Michael Carter looks like he's checked out, okay? All right? Why are we not seeing a Banaconda run the freaking football? Tell me why. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But with all that said, the Jets find a way to win. And then even in the overtime, let me ask you this too with Dable in the overtime. Why would you take the ball? You got Tommy DeVito at quarterback. You can't throw a pass, right? You're not going to move the ball at all. And remember on the first play, they actually got a holding penalty to set him back to a first and 20. And they weren't even trying to have DeVito throw the ball down the field, the Giants. So why wouldn't you put your defense out on the field first? That made no sense. Dable had a terrible game. That that made no sense at all. So, of course, the Jet defense completely shuts down the, uh, you know, the Giants there. And they got DeVito throwing sideway passes to Barkley. They wind up basically punting out of the end zone. Jets get pretty good field position. And then they go right down and win. Zach makes a great throw as he's getting hit in the head. Okay, they never call it, of course. To Wilson on the sideline. He gets out of bounds for a first down. And then the play that sets up the game-winning field goal. The pass down the field wasn't a great throw by Zach, but he gets it down the field. It was a clear pass interference call against Malik Taylor, who was in the game at wide receiver. Now the Jets are in, you know, serious field goal position, and Zerline comes out and makes, what was it, a 35-yard field goal to win it. It didn't look good when you saw it initially, but, you know, you see it again, and you see it just snuck inside the left upright. And the Jets win the game 13-10. to You know, this we're going to throw it back. No, it wasn't pretty. But every game's a different game. And this team right now is sitting four and three, clearly in the mix in the playoffs in the the AFC, you know, clearly in the mix for the division title. They're only a game behind Miami in the loss column, even with Buffalo. Now, both of them have played one more game than the Jets. Buffalo's five and three. The Jets are four and three. Miami, who beat up on the crummy Patriots yesterday, is six and two. And we still got to play them twice. But there's no such thing as a, a, a win that feels like a loss. A win is a win. There's no style points. There's no givebacks. There's none of that. And we'll take it. And we thank the Giants for, you know, helping to give us this football game. But we went out and took it. The defense played great again. And how about, how about this? And this does the, the, the Jets special teams do not get enough credit. Is there a better punter in the NFL than Thomas Morstad? How about this guy? I mean, he was on black, and I think this was yesterday was the most punts combined in a game for like, in over like 20 years, something like that in the NFL. But Thomas Morstad, he put five, three balls inside the five-yard line. I mean, how good has he been? And as far as Zerline, yeah, that, that last field goal that won the game, it didn't look great. It wasn't pretty, but he made it. This guy, over the last three games, the Jets now on a three-game winning streak, he has made 11 consecutive field goals. He made five in the win over Denver, four in the win over the Eagles, and the two big ones yesterday to tie the game and, and then to win the game. How good has he been? Where would they be without him? And the coverage is unbelievable, too. The kick coverage, the punt coverage is phenomenal. The return game's not great, but the punt coverage and the kick coverage is phenomenal. The Jets have a tremendous defense and tremendous special teams. And that is winning games for them right now. And the offense is doing just enough for them to get over the hump and win. And you could kill Zach Wilson all you want. I heard Willie Colon ripped them yesterday on the, uh, you know, on the postgame show and all that. Yeah, yeah, da, da, da. A lot of this to me is the play calling. 
How many times on third and one, which I don't think the Jets got, what did they go, two for 15 on third down yesterday? How many times on third and one do we have to see empty backfield and the Jets got to throw the ball? You know, you got this quarterback that's not not very good to begin with, and you can't wait to have him on third and one chuck the damn ball? Can we run the ball? I know there was one time they gave it to Brees and they stuffed him on third and one. But can we run the ball? How about a quarterback sneak? How about designed runs for the quarterback? I mean, it's a joke. And I'm tired of hearing they're worried about him getting hurt. Nonsense. How about some quarterback draws for the kid? How about some design runs around, you know, around the right side or whatever? How about some bootlegs? There's none of that. The play calling stinks. Paul Hackett's play. Uh, Paul, I'm calling him Paul. He was, you know, that's Nathaniel's father. He was actually, he stunk too, but he was better than his son. And that's, that's, that's saying something. The play calling is brutal. I, I, I'm sorry. The play calling is brutal. You got to let this kid. It's amazing. All of a sudden, so he stinks it up for 59 minutes of this game. And then all of a sudden with the game on the line, he's making big pass after big pass. Where the hell is that during the game? Did he ever have the kid throw a ball down the field like a bomb for 50, 60 yards to Garrett Wilson? Ever? Ever? Why not? How about on first down you do that occasionally? Never. So you say whatever you want. Zach's not very good, whatever you want to say. All I know is this team is four and three, and they need to have better play calling than what Hackett's giving them. I'm sorry. And there's no givebacks in the NFL. Yeah. Was it ugly? Yeah. Were there too many penalties? Yeah. Did the two fumbles hurt? Yeah. Did it help that half our offensive line went out of this game with an injury? And hopefully... Uh, Joe Tipman, I don't know what the word is on Connor McGovern. It didn't look good. And especially a guy that never gets hurt like him. I know it's some kind of a knee injury. Hopefully he's not done for the year. We'll find out later on today, I'm sure. And hopefully Joe Tipman comes back, put him at center. But this kid Howard played pretty good. Nobody even knew who he was. Give the kid credit. They were balling out there on that offensive line with all the injuries. I know Dwayne Brown's coming back. You know, you put him in, I guess he'll play right tackle. Who knows? All I know is this. The Jets have won three in a row. They're four and three, and they're in great shape to make the playoffs. And the Giants are done. Okay, let's tell it like it. The Giants are two and six, and they're finished. What happened to Brian Dable? All right? And I know they lost their quarterback yesterday. I get it. And they were forced to play this kid, DeVito. But, I mean, they could have had him, you know, try to throw a few passes down the field, right? Especially in the overtime. Because I think at that point, they knew. Once the game got into OT, I knew the Jets. I knew we were winning the game. I knew we were winning. Because they couldn't do anything offensively. They couldn't throw the ball. And it was almost like Dable was playing for a tie in the overtime. So, say whatever you want. You know, you're a Jet fan today. You got to be thrilled. I don't want to hear that you're upset, that they didn't play well. And Zach stinks, and all it is, B freaking S. They won the damn game. Would you rather see them lose? And like I said, how many times have we seen Jets lose games like this? How many times? Over and over and over again. So I don't want to hear any Jet fan crying about, oh, they're not any good, and it felt like a loss. Bullshit. <laughs> There's no win that feels like a loss. And there's no loss that feels like a win. Maybe if you're uh, playing college football and, uh, you know, tell me the worst team that's out there. I don't know. 
There's a lot of bad ones. You know, whoever. UConn is playing uh, Georgia, and they, they lose only by five points or something like that. That would be a loss that feels like a win. There's no such thing as that in the NFL. There's no such thing. And the Jets are right in the mix now. They got some, they got some help yesterday. Cleveland lost. Pittsburgh lost. The Colts lost. Houston lost to give them more wiggle room in the AFC. And like I said, they're still right in the mix as far as uh, making the playoffs. They got two very winnable games coming up next Monday night against the Chargers. Chargers beat up the Bears last night, but you figured that's going to happen. So you got the Chargers coming up at, at home next Monday night. And then you go to Vegas to play the Raiders. And the Raiders aren't any good. Now they played the Lions tonight. I expect the Lions to beat them. But that game in Vegas in two weeks, there's going to be a million Jet fans there. That game is going to be loaded with green and people rooting for the Jets. So there's no reason they shouldn't be 6-3 and three by the time they get to play the Bills again in Buffalo. <coughs> At very least, 5-4. and four. Minimum, you got to win one of these next two games. Preferably, you got to win both of them. So, I, I, you know, say whatever you want, man. I thought we lost this game. It looked like it was going to be a brutal loss. Losing to the Giants who aren't any good in just a miserable performance on a miserable day. But when everything was said and done, the Jets come out with the win. And that's all that freaking matters. All right, Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. Let's get our sponsors in here. Uh, the Hackensack Brewing Company, you know the deal. Uh, check it out. Located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4. In beautiful Who Needs a House out in Hackensack. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sunday. 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. We got a nice tombstone for Brian Dable and his New York football giants. <laughs> and I got to tell you this, all right? And by the way, we'll let you know when the next live podcast will come. We'll let you know when that's going to be at the Brewing Company. Uh, but go see Mike Jones. Go see TJ, everybody over there, Herb, Andre. Check out my Oda Payne beer with the Jet Colors. Tell them I sent you. And like I said, we'll let you know when the next live podcast is going to be. Probably sometime <clears throat> around Thanksgiving. Sometime in that general area is um, when we'll have it. And by the way, yesterday after we won the game, I am in the parking lot. And in honor of Victor Cruz, okay, and the hemorrhoid that I still have, from that game back in 2011, as Victor Cruz is saucing, saucing his way, saucing his way down the sideline, past that stiff Kyle Wilson and Eric Smith, all the way to the Super Bowl, right? And we, of course, haven't even, you know, haven't made the playoffs since. Now this is 12 years ago. So in honor of Victor Cruz, and in honor of the fact that we have now beaten the Giants the last three times we played them, I did the salsa in the parking lot. All right. And I think I did a damn good salsa too. I know Kenny took a nice video of it, but you know, Beningo had the moves going, man. Man, I was I was doing that in honor of Victor. Victor, that one's for you, baby. You know? I had the salsa going. And there might be video of that out there, so I don't know, somewhere, but it could be. But anyway, so I had to make that statement too. But go check out the Hackensack Brewing Company. Like I said, we'll let you know when the next live podcast will be. Our friends, my, my son Johnny, got to be happy. His Saints with a big win yesterday. Came from behind to beat the Colts. 
So uh, they have even their record now at 4-4, four and 38-27, four, the final score of that game in Indy. So Johnny's got to be happy. Uh, New Orleans at 4-4, four and four, now tied with Atlanta, atop uh, of the uh, very wide-open NFC South. So he's happy. But go see Johnny. Go see his boss, Harry, Rob, everybody over there. You need work done on your car. You need tires. You need uh, your car inspected. Whatever it may be, check out Anita Discount Tire and tell them I sent you. Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. And, of course, DraftKings, um, we uh, will wrap up week eight of the ever-fast-moving NFL season tonight in Detroit, the Lions and the Raiders. And, look, if you're going to bet on anything, got the World Series going right now, which you couldn't have a less sex appeal for a World Series, but it is going right now. You want the NBA's back, the hockey going. How about the Rangers who won four in a row on this Western trip? I mean, they won in Seattle. They won in uh, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. They play tonight, uh, wrap up that uh, Western swing in Winnipeg. If they win tonight, you know they're going to lose when they come home to the Garden. So I'm just I'm pointing that out. But they have really – played well on this Western trip. But, uh, you know, whatever you want to bet on, football, basketball, baseball, the World Series, the NFL, the college football, the way to do it is with DraftKings. Uh, Get in on the action. You can download the uh, app now. Use the code OTAPAIN to sign up. New customers can bet 5 bucks and uh, take home 200 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code OTAPAIN. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You can visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY-467-369. <clears throat> Connecticut helps available for problems gambling. Call 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Speaking of Kansas, how about Kansas beating Oklahoma on Saturday was the first time, I think, since 1998 that Kansas beat Oklahoma. That was a huge win for them and a huge loss for the Sooners. But anyway, 21-plus uh, age varies by jurisdiction. <clears throat> Void in beautiful Ontario, Canada. Who the hell wants to go there? See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Terms for eligibility. Terms of responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after they're issued. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Check out DraftKings. A couple other things before we go. Number one, you know, say whatever you want about the head coach, Robert Sala, okay? You can say whatever you want about this guy. You know, uh, they didn't look ready yet. Whatever you want to say. They've been getting the defenses, be getting off the bad starts. So, hey, finally, the first possession of the game yesterday, the Giants did not score a touchdown. He did get a field goal, of course, because that was the, you know, strip sack of Zach that led to a field goal for the Giants, but at least they didn't score a touchdown there. But you could say whatever you want about Salah. Here's the bottom line. They played their asses off for this guy, right? I mean, hey, dude, you can say whatever you want. This team plays hard all the time. And they could have easily mailed it in yesterday, the way things were going. All right, this ain't our day. It's not going to happen. Nah, they keep fighting, and they fight right to the end. And when all was said and done, they found a way to win this game. Ugly, no doubt. Undisciplined, no doubt. Won the game. Overcame all the injuries in this game. The injury to McGovern, the injury to Schweitzer, Schweitzer, the injury to uh, Al Woods, right? Even Mike Mitchell went out of this game. A lot of guys got banged up. They still found a way to win the damn football game. And I'll tell you right now, 
You say whatever you want about Robert Sala. If if this team finds its way into the playoffs with Zach Wilson at the as quarterback, what kind of tremendous coaching job is that? Tell me, I seriously. All right. If this team finds their way into the play, and I know I'm friends with the coach, and I get it. But if this team finds their way into the playoffs with Zach Wilson, how damn good a coaching job is Salah done? Now, like I said, Nathaniel Hackett's got to improve his his play calling because it stinks. And I'll tell you one thing, and I really believe this too. You know, one of the reasons that Zach doesn't throw the ball and he takes these bad sacks is because he's afraid to throw an interception. They've got it so in his head about not throwing a pick. Now, he hasn't thrown a pick since the Denver game. Remember he threw that pick late in the fourth quarter of the Denver game when the defensive was at Sertain made this great play over uh, uh, Garrett Wilson to pick the ball off. And then, of course, the Jet defense bailed him out at the end, you know, to preserve the win. And by the way, that win looks better. How about Denver, who beat the Broncos yesterday? First time since, I believe it was 2017, that the Broncos beat the Chiefs, and they play them twice every year. And they beat them pretty good, 24-9. to in Denver, which, by the way, was one of my picks, which I, I'm very happy about. Took the Broncos in the points. It worked out very well. But that win's looking better. Russell Wilson's playing better. All of that. But I think that's one of the reasons that Zach holds on to the ball too long with these sacks. He's so damn afraid he's going to throw a pick. Let the kid play. <clears throat> like I said, it's amazing to me how for the first 59 minutes of this game, you know, Zach looks tentative. He's not making good throws. And then with the game on the line, he's hitting big pass after big pass. They did drop a bunch on him, too. Yes, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard had a bad game until he caught the pass that set up the game-tying field goal. And the Jets do need another receiver. Let's be honest. You know, I don't know. Maybe you talk Corey Davis out of coming out of retirement. I don't know. Now, the trade deadline, I guess, is tomorrow. And look, I mean, they need help. Look, as far as I'm concerned, they could use a, some depth on the offensive line. Now, I think Tipman's coming back. Dwayne Brown is coming back. I don't know how severe the injury is for Connor McGovern. Hopefully, it's not a season-ending injury. We'll see. Or for Wes, uh, Wes Schweitzer, we'll see about his injury. We'll see. We know Al Woods is done for the year. But God knows they need another wide receiver. They really do. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, right now, I mean, Lazard's okay. But he hasn't been as good as we'd like him to be. Randall Cobb can't even get on the field, wasn't even active yesterday. They played Gibson a little bit. We even saw Malik Taylor yesterday. Like I said, he was involved in, you know, as big a play as there was in the game, a drawing that pass interference call that set up the game-winning field goal. So the trading deadline is tomorrow, Halloween. I don't know what time. Maybe they can do something. Maybe they trade Dalvin Cook. Maybe they trade Carl Lawson. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But they could use some more help on the offensive line with all the injuries. And God knows they could use another wide receiver. And I can't say this enough. I am tired of seeing Dalvin Cook. All right? And I love you, Coach, but you keep making excuses for this guy. The guy's not any good. Looks like the guy doesn't want to be here. now. Looks like he's checked out, too, now that that uh, uh, Rodgers isn't here. And, you know, how much can he, how many carries are you supposed to get with Brees Cole there? I mean, come on. And Michael Carter looks like he could care less anymore. He's been a complete non-entity all year. The only thing he's done is drop big passes. Isn't it time we see Izzy Abanaconda now? Why are we not seeing him? The kid looked great in preseason. 
Can we see the kid play now? Can we? I mean, uh, is it a lot to ask? And if I'm Coach Sal, and I'm going to mention this to him, I haven't done it yet. I'm going to mention this to him. Coach, you got to talk to your offensive coordinator because the play calling is not good. I am sick and tired on third and one of watching empty backfield, and we got to throw a pass. We can't run for a goddamn yard. Do we know what a quarterback sneak is? Maybe we could do the tush push like the Eagles do. By the way, the Eagles are six and one. Excuse me, seven and one. Got the best record in the NFL. Oh, who beat them? Who is that one loss to the, the unbelievable Philadelphia Eagles, who right now is sitting with the best record in the league? Oh, oh, that's right, the Jets. How about that? Anyway, I just had to throw that in there. I'm sorry, but something's got to be done as far as the play corn, because it's been absolutely abysmal. And I think that's one. Look, Zach wasn't good. You can't sugarcoat it any other way. He didn't play well yesterday. But the play calling has got to get better, because it's unbelievable how all of a sudden, with the game on the line, he's making big throw after big throw. Where the hell is that for the first, you know, 59 goddamn minutes of the game? All right. Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. Uh, I really appreciate everybody that's listening. I really do. But Jet fans, smile today. Stop listening to the crap. The bottom line is they're four and three. They've won three in a row. And they found a way when everything looked lost to win a football game yesterday. And they beat the Giants. And that's got to make you feel pretty damn good. Check me out later. I'll be on with Evan and Tiki at 4 o'clock. I'm doing a podcast with the great Jake Osmond. At 10 o'clock, Jake and I, uh, along with my buddy Kenny Scarabaggio, were together watching the game yesterday. We want to thank him. We'll be on Zoom, of course, with uh, with Jake. So check that out. Everybody, enjoy your week. I will talk to you on Friday. Or-